Welcome to the Fempowered Property Podcast, brought to you by me, Ella Attrell, property investor, developer, and property coach. This podcast is for the aspiring female property investors who are ready to take the next step in their lives, get financial independence and freedom to live their dream life on their terms. Hi everyone, thanks for joining me on my very first podcast. My name is Ella Attrell and I'm a property investor, developer and property coach as well as one half of Della Estates and I'm a mummy to my incredible little girl Sienna who is five. So I wanted to start this podcast because since starting property there has been some huge shifts in my personal and professional life and now I'm coaching women to be financially empowered by using property as a vessel to get them there which is so exciting. Uh, At the moment, the property industry still, unfortunately, has a little bit of stigma attached to females in the industry. And I know I'm not the only one who has experienced this when I've spoken to other ladies that I know in this property space. It's still seen as this male-dominated industry, but there are so many ladies making some badass moves out there. So I'm here to showcase that as well as educate about the property opportunities out there available to us all. So this episode is going to be one which is focused on my journey so far to give you a little bit of background about me Uh, and it's probably going to be the only one which is just about me as I've got lots of plans to bring some inspirational women on this podcast to talk about everything property and their achievements and their successes as well. Uh, But I think it's important because It's really easy to make assumptions nowadays as it's one topic which keeps cropping up when I talk to my coach and other mentors that I've worked with as well in the past. Uh, Mainly because social media, we now have this window in which you can see the end result and not necessarily what has gone into getting them there. Um, So I think it's important to bring some context to it all because we all have our story and I think it's really important to understand that person behind what you might necessarily see on social media and podcasts are a great platform to do that. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of background about me and where I grew up. So where I grew up is very different to where I live now. I live in a mountainside house, which is, you know, a nice fair size in sunny Mallorca, which I'd just recently moved to about seven weeks ago now. Um, And I've had to make some huge internal shifts to get to where I am now, Uh, mainly because I have lived on a council estate when I grew up um, and there was lots of drink and drugs and crime, etc., which I unfortunately did get involved with for a number of years. And I've not really spoken too much about this because I think... As I grew up, I was a little bit sort of ashamed of what I had done and been through um, because I knew that I never wanted to stay there and I always wanted more. Um, And when I look back, I think I can really thank horses for that because that's my passion. Um, It really gave me this almost like a split screen view of like what I could do with my life if I just continued going down that route of drink and drugs and being involved with people that I did back then versus if I had a good job and I could pay for my horses and have horses in my life 
um, and all of that. So I think I have horses to, to thank for that. Um, so yeah, after kind of getting my head together a little bit in my early 20s, I left my hometown and left the the groups that I was involved with essentially um, and had a clean slate to to start my career more professionally Um, and I worked my way up the corporate ladder and had a very good job in Canary Wharf in finance Uh, so I studied accountancy whilst I was there and prior so I I could be in this financial industry Um, but Essentially, I did hate the corporate lifestyle. I just did that job because, honestly, I thought that if I had a good job in accountancy, I knew they paid well, then I could buy a horse and I could have that in my life and have a lifestyle where I could have it in a nice yard and a nice house and all of that stuff. So that was really the driving force behind it. Um, But whilst I was there, I was working all hours, honestly, on my laptop, even when I was at not at work, I was still at home working on my laptop for somebody else. Um, And when I wasn't doing that, I was partying the rest of the time and I was just completely burnt out. Um, And then something happened in my life. Um, My friend's husband, they basically got married about two months prior, my friend and her husband. Um, And he unfortunately died on um, a motorcycle. So he had a motorcycle accident. And this event, which was just tragic um, at the time, and obviously still is, uh, but it really made me wake up and smell the coffee about what I was doing with my life. And after that happened, going into the office and having that commute and seeing everyone on the tube and not being happy with my environment, I just couldn't really handle it after that. It was that catalyst of what changed everything. So one day, my friend came over when we were in the office in the, I think it was in the kitchen at the time. She took one look at me and she said, are you okay? And I was like, no, no, I'm really not. (laughs) And then from there, I just had this massive breakdown. So she took me out of the office and we had a chat. And it was at that point that I realised I'm I'm done with this. This is not what I'm going to do with my life for the rest of my life. Um, So she got my boss and I had a very... Um, difficult meeting with him I guess mainly because I couldn't speak because I was sobbing so much the poor guy Um, and he gave me some time to reflect on it because he knew I'd been through a difficult time with my friend Um, he gave me some time to reflect and just make sure that I didn't just want to quit my job and I was done Um, and after having that time I definitely decided that it was not for me anymore I needed to do something different so I left my job I left my very well-paid corporate job and traded it for a rucksack with me and my partner and we went to Australia and whilst I was there we actually did end up working but that was mainly because it was so expensive in Australia Uh, but that enabled us to save up for a camper and then we traveled up the east coast and we stayed like at a donkey sanctuary at horse ranches we went to the gold coast byron bay brisbane fraser island it was amazing uh, but we did soon run out of money after about six months so we had a few successions of coming back to the uk 
um, and making a bit more money for our travelling pot so we could go back away again, essentially. And we did that by staying in Darren's mum's house, uh, living with her. And we used to buy cars for a few hundred pounds uh, and clean them, fix them up. So I was chief valeter. Darren would take them to the garage and picture them and advertise them. Um, and we'd make a few hundred pounds and stick that in the pot for the next travel fund. Um, and yeah, we did that. And then we'd go off to our next trip. So we went to Europe. We did a road trip around there, went to India, then did a, uh, a trip to Southeast Asia where we went to Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Singapore, Bali. Oh, it was just fantastic that time in our life. It was this amazing journey where everything was so carefree we didn't have a schedule no responsibilities no mortgages no children <laughs> you know like a really nice carefree period which I think is the beauty of being young and having even your 20s to to go through that experience if you can so if you're listening and you've got those opportunities and you're working in corporate just go <laughs> you can figure it out later honestly it's the best thing that I ever did and it's taught me so much by doing that. But basically, it, it kind of had to come to an end at some point. And I realised that I really did not want to go back to corporate after having this amazing experience. It made, really made me hone in on what was important to me and what I didn't want to do going forward. So I went back to school and I studied veterinary physiotherapy and then subsequently set up my own mobile practice to treat horses mainly. I did treat dogs and I was trained to do dogs, but it was more on the, the equine front that I worked in. And I absolutely loved this, but I also set this business up whilst I was pregnant with my daughter. And then once she arrived, I had to cut my client base basically in half because I was mobile, so I didn't want to travel that far when I had such a young baby. Um, and subsequently felt really financially disempowered because of it, and stressed that I was juggling everything. And at the time, I was still breastfeeding as well. I don't even know how I was doing it, to be honest, because I was going to work and pumping and all of that. But maybe that's too much information. Um, but yeah, that's what these some of us ladies are having to juggle when we've got babies. Um, and that's just real life, I guess. So yeah, throughout this time, anyway, me and my partner actually bought a house when I was very heavily pregnant, which we renovated. And we added quite a bit of value. So we decided to buy another house to flip on. Um, and then after watching some YouTube videos, it sparked some ideas to keep the house and refinance it. Because I didn't even know that these, this was a, an option, to be honest. I thought that doing property was buy it, refurbish it and sell it on. And then that was how you made money in property. People who bought buy-to-lets, they had lots of money to invest into it and they let it sit there for a, a number of years and only got a very small return from it. That was my understanding at the time. So then after watching all these YouTube videos and getting this education and the thought of actually we can add loads of value, refinance it, use that money to then put to another property made perfect sense. So what we did is we added a loft conversion, which enabled us to put two more rooms 
in the loft. Um, and then we also extended the downstairs toilet to um, occupy a shower as well. And then that turned that house into a five bed, three bathroom HMO. Um, and we managed to pull out all of the money invested into that property, which was insane, um, which can be a little bit harder to do in the South, but we managed to do it by adding some square footage to the house, which was incredible. Um, so then during this time, we also decided to do some property training because we could see how lucrative it was, but also wanted some direction because we know that you know, property can be risky if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and didn't want it to just be a bit fluky that we'd done these two and um, didn't want to get tripped up in the future because we knew that there was so much more opportunity out there. Um, so yeah, we did a little bit of training with Legacy. Uh, that was a three-day weekend course, I believe. And then that sort of opened our eyes to what could be possible for us. Um, and then did Samuel Lee's crash course. Um, and I think at the time we were like, we're not going to invest in, you know, any huge training programs. I think we know what we do and we're just going to build our knowledge here. And then we did the crash course and we were like, no, actually F that let's go all in. Let's just, you know, do what we want to do and put our money where our mouth is, commit to it and just go full force from here. And then basically everything changed <laughs> and we got catapulted forward into the industry because it's a significant investment, right? So once you make your mind up, you really want to make it work. Um, and it, yeah, it just changed everything for us. So then I was still obviously working in my uh, vet pra video physio practice and I could see as time was going on that actually investing in property was way more lucrative in the long run than me being at my vet physio practice um, and business because I had to physically be there to earn money. If I was sick, I couldn't earn any money. If I couldn't send anybody out to do what I had to do, I couldn't even outsource most of my business, to be honest. So I took the very hard decision and the leap to close my business to focus 100% of my efforts into property and that was quite difficult for me at the time because I absolutely loved what I did and it was a passion and horses are still a passion of mine but um, it was very hard to walk away from but I had to make that choice and sometimes you have to make those decisions even when things are going well and they're profitable but you know that your energy could be forced in another direction, you have to make those hard decisions to, to make the big leaps. And that's essentially what we did. Um, so yeah, we decided to do the training. And then from there, we bought a commercial to residential conversion in Blackpool. Um, it was an old office building and it, we turned it into six service accommodation apartments with two shops underneath. That was done under permit development, which was nice. You didn't have a lengthy planning application to go through. Uh, and at a similar time, we also bought a derelict house in Barnsley and converted that into a six bedroom, five bath HMO. Um, and we did that by moving the kitchen into the basement and converting that into a, a livable space. Um, we were able to do that because the back of the property was at a lower level than the front of the property. 
So there was a window and a door and access and everything um, to that lower level at the back of the property so we could put the kitchen in there. Um, and there was a, a fire escape route from there. Um, and then open up the rest of the house to have bedrooms and the five bathrooms. So we refinanced that one and pulled all of our money out of that property um, and then rented it out as a HMO. And then we also started a rent to rent business in the, the midst of all of this uh, development um, to keep the cash flow coming in as we, well, my partner also sold his car business because he could see the how lucrative property was. Um, but we had no, no cash flow. We had no money coming in because we were basically shelling out all this money to, um, to the developments, but didn't have that rental income coming in at the time. So we understood that it was really important to keep that cash flow coming in um, to maintain that element of the business, to pay our bills, but to also facilitate anything that we needed to in our property business to keep all the wheels turning, those everything in motion, essentially. So we set up a rent-to-rent business as well. Um, and then since then, I've also bought the house that I grew up in and did a creative deal with my mum to release the equity for her. Um, so she was working six days a week, um, works incredibly, incredibly hard uh, and had no mortgage on her property. But because of her age and her earnings, she couldn't put a mortgage on the property to release the equity and potentially do something with that cash to generate her an income so she could like, at least calm down with her job. Um, so there wasn't really any options for her apart from to sell it. Um, and then she met somebody at the time and realised that she wanted to logistically be there. So I said, well, hey, look, if you want to do something quickly, why don't we sit down and go through a deal together? Um, and then we came up with something where I was able to release the equity for her. She loaned me back the money, um, which the mortgage lender agreed to. And then that turned it into a no money down deal for me. And then I subsequently turned it into a four-bedroom HMO and pay her back the loan that she's given me out of the profits. So essentially a free house for me and my partner. Um, and also my partner ended up doing the same as well with the house that he grew up in for his mum. So we've financially empowered them on the way as well. Um, and then along the way, we also invested a lot more money into property training just to broaden our knowledge into development, land sourcing, uh, project management. And then I've also done other business coaching, which has just been phenomenal. What I love about making investments into yourself and into your business is that everything that I've invested in has given me my money back 10, 20, 30 times over. I'm not counting, but I know the return on investment is just always exponential um, if you invest in the right people and the right platforms. Um, so that's why I love investing into myself and my business because I know the returns on it and that it's going to be the next level up into a new space. And it's always the growth that keeps you from being stale. So I, yeah, I absolutely love learning about new things. And as like humans, we are programmed to 
to want to learn more, to, to push our boundaries, to get out of our comfort zone, to get out of our own way, to really grow and move into a new space. Um, yeah, so then since then, we've done more commercial to residential conversions. One was recently in Weymouth and we done a, you know, some more buy refurbish refinance projects and a couple of flips as well. And then since then, we took the plunge after selling our latest flip, which made a six figure profit to move to sunny Mallorca, which has been the dream for such a long time. And I'm, I'm not telling you this because I want to brag about my achievements, um, but I want to get across that my lifestyle was very different to the one that I have now. But I made a choice to change what wasn't working in my life, which wasn't serving me, and change it for the better. So I truly believe that if I can do this and all the challenges that I've had to overcome, then I know that you can. And that's really what keeps me going and keeps my, the fire in my heart burning, especially when I teach clients as well. Generally, people are drawn to me because they had, had similar issues or they want to overcome specific things as well as get into the property industry. And I didn't come from money, nor did my partner. So we've had to really hustle to get this off the ground. And we've facilitated a lot of it by using creative finance and leveraging other people's money. Because as I said, we had, yes, we had some funds from my, my partner's car business when he sold it. But that was money that we had to live on. We still had bills to pay. We had mortgages. We had, you know just general living costs and didn't have any money for a long, long time um, until we started to reap the rewards of the refurbishment projects and the rent to rent business. So this is all the stuff that I'm teaching my coaching clients about leveraging finance and um, leveraging other people's money. And it really does lead the path to creating your own financial wealth when you can do it in a creative way to make it a win-win situation for everybody involved. Uh, if you think about what the banks offer you in a savings account versus what you can potentially do in property, it really does make sense when you can make it a win-win situation for everybody and empower them financially at the same time as well. So obviously this is still really early days in my podcast journey, but as I said at the beginning of the episode, I want to invite other female leaders in the industry to come and share their successes and their wisdom with you as well. But I also welcome any topic suggestions that you would be interested to hear about. Uh, they will all be gladly received. And I want to shape this podcast to serve you ladies in the best way possible. And that means you getting involved with what you want to hear. So until next time, as the Spanish would say, gracias. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fempowered Property Podcast. I feel honoured to be a part of your journey. So if you've loved what you've heard, please do like, comment and share. I would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. You can find my details in the show notes. I look forward to helping you create your property empire to live the life you deserve.